Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods moving and storage studio, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create amazing relationships. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw, and I am joined by the wonderful, illustrious, wow, George Campbell. I know you like so when I say kind. illustrious. Illustrious makes me feel, it's, it's a timeless adjective. <laughs> it definitely is. And we're here to take calls about your life and your money. George, he, he is an expert on investing, insurance, all sorts of things. So kind. Uh, I'll help you with the baby steps. I'll help you get out of debt. I'll help you stay motivated. Give us a call today. The Which, number... Jade, I will say the number first because we got to get the calls on the board. But I got I got something to talk about. <laughs> okay. The number is 888-825-5225. George, what do you got to say? Well, I had to ask. You just hosted the record-breaking virtual Financial Peace University class yesterday. <gasps> and I just wanted to know how it went. That's right. Yes, George is correct. Uh, we did. We 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 started uh, a Financial Peace University class with myself leading. The first class was last night. George, we had 1,081 people sign up for this class. Can you believe it? That's wild. Unbelievable. It was great. And this is like a boot camp version you're doing in five weeks, meeting twice a week. Correct. Wow. Yes, we're going super speed. People are changing their lives. This, like, this stuff, it really works. Okay, so it's too late to sign up for yours, but... It's that's not right. too late to sign up for a class. Yes. It, won't, it may not be as great as Jade's, but that's a high bar. I mean, look, <laughs> it's going to be great. We had to close off this class because we didn't want that many folks. You know, it's got to be helpful for you guys. So we didn't want to go past a thousand. But um, yeah, you can't get in mind. But please, please, please. We have amazing coordinators yes. all over the country who who help us run these things. Yeah. And man, they're the arms and feet of this place. We so appreciate them. That's right. And you can do the Financial Peace University class in person like in small groups, there's different groups that meet all around the country. Or if you're like, I'm not trying to be around folks, I like staying in my house, then you can do- You got seven kids and it's hard to get yeah. out. You can still do it virtually. Yeah, you can do the virtual version. So whatever you do, this is your year to change your finances. This is your year to change your life. I was talking to the folks earlier today and a guy asked me, he said, what do you do? Uh, how do you stay motivated? And I'm like, you just have to want to change. The pain of staying the same has to be greater than the pain of changing. You've mm -hmm. got to be like, I can't live like this anymore. Something's got to give, something's got to shake. And that's when you sign up for Financial Peace University. And that's when you start listening to shows like The Ramsey Show. If you're walking through this, good on you for tuning into a show like this to stay motivated. And let me tell you something. Uh, if you like this show, if this show has changed your life, please share it with somebody. All right. Share the share the good news with somebody who is out there broke and struggling because they need this, too. If you're listening on uh, YouTube, uh, sh subscribe, subscribe to the show. It's great for you. It's great for us. It kicks it up in the algorithm so more people see it and it puts it top of mind for you as well. So you can continue uh, to consume this and also leave a review. We would love if you wrote something nice about the show, whether it's on the podcast, whether it's on YouTube, say something nice so that all the haters out there sipping on that haterade will shut it up. All right. That's right. I know that's right. So let's take a couple of calls here. We got Roslyn over here in Richmond, Virginia. Hey, I have family in Richmond, Virginia. What's going on, Roslyn? Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? I can. Hi. Hi, Jade. Hi, George. Um, thanks for taking my call. Um, I'm calling because uh, I came across Dave Ramsey in January 2022, last year. Uh -huh. um, really improved my life, got the debt out the way and everything. Um, but, of course, I made a lot of bad decisions before, 
but I want to um, buy a home by the end of this year. And uh, uh, y'all kind of say, okay, manual underwriting and, well, basically to get rid of your credit score. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I was wondering if that's really the good um, strategy for me because in my past I have a foreclosure. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to make things harder for myself um, if I were to have no credit score, which is actually improved now because I've been going through a lot of things, being off debt and everything. So um, what do you think about that? I mean, I, I'm not sure. It kind of makes me kind of nervous. To, um, I'm not using the credit cards, but they still are, you know, on my report. And uh, So how so, long ago was the foreclosure? 2016, and it's coming up on seven years on September this year. So it'll get cleared from your history? Does it really? Because I don't... Well, from your report, it may mm-hmm. always be on your history, but as far as if you pull the report, it's not going to affect your chances of you know getting a mortgage. And it depends on what you right. did. You know, was this... Do you know what kind of bankruptcy this was? Well, it's the one where I had to pay a lot of money back. It took money on my check. So yeah. it was a payment plan? And that went on... Um, yeah, it was a payment plan, and um, I paid a lot of money out on my check that went on for, I forgot how many years, like five years, like four years, something like that. Well, generally, so that you've got to wait four years after part. bankruptcy to be able to apply for you know a conventional mortgage loan. And it sounds like you're not at a, a place to be a homeowner based on what you've told us, because you still have some debt hanging around. How much debt do you have left? No, no. I have no debt. Oh, okay. Because when I I came across Dave in January and I did everything, I mean, he used to say this thing about, you know, the new home, the home mortgage paid off is better than BMW. Yeah. So anyway, I got rid of my BMW and the great big payment. (laughs) I got a Toyota. I mean, I wiped that off. Very good. I paid my student loan, paid the credit cards. And so now all I have is um, I have an apartment. I've been living here like, you know, for like <laughs> double digit years. Um, I'm older. I, I, I like the idea of one day not having to pay for a roof over my head. So that's of why so I what, would really like to go on and purchase a home. I have saved so far, like, um, uh, I've saved minus my emergency fund, which is 25000 So I have an extra 40000 And I know okay. I can have another forty five by the end of the year. Awesome. So you'd have 85000 to put down? Yes. Very good. Hey, can That's I just hold goal. off You're and amazing. say, very good. You had a, a messed up past with this money, but you have totally turned it around. And I'm just yes. so proud of you. That's incredible. God. I thank God for finding him because it is very late, but still it's better than never. So. Yes. Very good. Very good. Have you contacted like Churchill Mortgage and said, hey, I went through this foreclosure seven years ago. Here's where I'm at. I have, I'll have this much down by the end of the year. Have you kind of looked into it and done some homework? No, I, I didn't even know if that was something that was, that was a good strategy. I don't know if I should just go on the normal well, it'll help you. Whatever. What's I mean, your credit score right now? Um, right now, it's 730. Right. Okay. Around seven, mm-hmm. And based on your numbers, if you're walking in with a 730 credit score and you've got 85000 to put down, you know, obviously depending on the house and your income, mm-hmm. I don't see why they, they wouldn't approve you for a loan, but still do some homework. Call our friends at Churchill Mortgage and they'll walk you through the process and they'll explain to you exactly what you'll need to do in order to become a homeowner. And we are cheering you on along the way. What a journey. 
that just goes to show your past does not have to be Mm-mm. your future. This woman went ahead and changed her whole life. Yet again, another thing that proves this plan works if you work it. She went from bankruptcy to now forty. She had to all the excuses, and she said, "I'm going to get back up. Ooh, I'm doing this thing." Love it. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable. Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. My name is Jade Warshaw, your host, and I'm here with George Camel. Give us a call today. The number is 888-825-5225. And if you're planning to move soon, we know that it can be expensive. I know firsthand because your girl just moved from South Florida here to Tennessee. But I've got great news for you. Our studio sponsor, Pods Moving and Storage, wants to help someone move for free. Just get a quote at pods.com slash Ramsey between February 20th and March 3rd. So you got two more days to do this deal and enter to win. It's really that simple. Matter of fact, my buddy called me the other day. They were like, I entered the pods moving storage thing. I was like, yes. One listener will get a free move valued up to $5,000 and $10,000 in cold, hard cash. That's what I'm talking about. If you're following the math, that's a total value, George, of 15. legit. 15 smack 15,000 smackers i wish i was eligible i know right man not for us so kind of them look pods just made moving that much easier george with flexibility that you need the control that you want and customer service can we just take a moment for customer service? that's an oxymoron in today's world i know right we're not used to it pods is known for it they are and if you're looking for a company that is going to help you on your moving uh, on your move on your terms i love that then it's pods pods is the only ramsey trusted moving provider that's out there so go to pods.com slash ramsey to enter for your free chance to win this free move and you get the ten thousand dollars in cash so today go on to pods.com slash ramsey i love it i love it and george we got a question of the day here let's take a look at this question of the day it comes from so katie North Dakota. Here's what she says. Once I become debt-free and cut up all my credit cards, will this hurt my credit score? Lower credit scores mean higher interest rates on the house I would like to buy in the future. Or do you recommend saving for a house with cash, even though that might take a long time? Mm. This is a great question because the credit score industry is so confusing. Oh, yeah. And they're very, they, they keep it with lock and key. And so there are a few things we know about how the credit score is made up. But yes, yes canceling your card could mean that your credit score takes a dip. Yeah. Because that makes sense. You pay off your debt and close your accounts and they go, not okay with us. Well, I mean, think about it. The whole credit score is based on your relationship with debt, right? How much debt you have? How long have you had the debt? You know, what's your debt to income? We're like, all, debt, ever, debt, all debt, 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 debt. Yeah, that. payment history is the biggest one. 35% of your scores, that's the factor. Amounts owed is 30%. Length of credit history, another 15%. New credit, 10%. 
credit mix, the variety of credit, another 10%. And so mm. it's all having to do with how much you play kissy face with the bank. Man, I'm not doing it. I, I'll i be the first to tell you guys, when we canceled our credit cards and the ones that were in my name, uh, yeah, my credit score took a dip. I'll be honest, my credit score was not great to begin with. It was probably like 630 or something like that. And yeah, it went down. And then it had a, a period of time where it just kind of stayed the same and did nothing. But let me tell you something, George, as soon as that last debt was paid off, it went down to zero. Woo! That's right. So what we're talking about here uh, is not a tanking of your credit score. It means your credit score becomes invisible or indeterminable. Yep. So six to 12 months after you pay off all your debt, you close all those accounts, six to 12 months later, that score disappears. Yep. And here's the good news. Once you cut up your cards and become completely debt-free, you're not out of the woods. You got to have a fully funded emergency fund and start saving up the down payment. And so you actually don't need uh, the credit score for that process if you go through manual underwriting. Yes, come on and tell them, George. So manual underwriting is a little known fact. I did a, a quick clip from the show, went viral on social media, <laughs> and people think, oh, I can get around the system. I have a terrible score, but I can still get a no, no score loan. No, no, it's in the name, no score loan. And Churchill Mortgage is the number one lender in the country that does these. Yeah. And so that, you know, if you go through Churchill Mortgage, for an example, and you want manual underwriting, you got to have no credit score at all to do these manual underwriting no score loans, which means you're completely debt free. You've got to have a good down payment. Mm-hmm. You know, let's, let's say minimum 10% down. And you go, you got to do the 15 year, which I know is crazy in today's culture. It's worth it. But if you do those things, hear me say this, you will have the same exact interest rate as someone with excellent credit. That's and right. I verified this with our friends at Churchill. I've had multiple discussions. We ran numbers where we actually showed people your quotes for your mortgages. Yeah. And they found if you do 10% down on a 15-year fixed with a good, you know, your your numbers all check out, your W-2s are there, your income is there. Yep. You've got proof of uh, 12 months of rental history verifi- verified by a landlord or even your parents. Mm-hmm. And you have other utility bills you've been paying on time for 12 months, your mm-hmm. insurance premiums, your cell phone bills, your utility bills. All of that counts towards this financial picture yeah. to where a real person says, you are approved for the mortgage at a great rate. And let me, can I just say, because I know somebody, regardless of how well and how eloquently George just described that, there's still somebody sitting out there going, mm, I don't know. And can I just tell you, I was that person. When Sam and I were going through the baby steps, you know, we were like, there were some things that I was like, I know Dave is saying this. I know George and Rachel and all of them are saying this, but can it really be true? Mm. I'm telling you, I'm sitting in this seat telling you it works. Credit score went to zero. And I was like, oh, I was excited, but I was a little bit nervous. And then I did what they told me to do. We went to Churchill Mortgage. Jeff Green, shout out to Jeffrey Green at Churchill Mortgage. He walked us through the process. And here's the thing. It's even easier if you've got like a standard nine to five job because it's easy to show, you know, all the records and everything they want to show. But as a small business owner, it still worked. The proof is in the pudding. That's I'm sitting right. here telling you. And I've done the same. Ooh. I went through this process. And the crazy part is people still commented going BS. And I went, what part of this do you not understand where I just told you I did it. And then here's the frustrating part, Jade. People started popping in the comments going, well, yeah, look at that guy's skin color. Of course he got approved for a mortgage. What? 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 So, Jade, can you verify? Uh, Look, look, the melanin is real and your girl's got a house and she got it on a zero credit score. Now, here's the thing. Why do you want to be right so bad? That's what I want to know. Why do you want to be right that you cannot buy a home with a zero credit score? What is that getting you? 
What is it getting you? I kind of like the fact that we live in a world where you don't have to bow down to the credit gods and there's still a way for you to make a way without borrowing money from credit. Why are you mad about that? I'm mad. Y'all got me mad. We got her riled up. It's so true, Jade. We can rise above this broken system. Yes. And people just go, because they've never done it, and because there's so much baggage, there's so much shame, there's so much crap that they've had to deal with financially, they just go, well, that might work for them, but it's not going to work for me. But what's crazy about our plan is it works every time you work it. And when you become completely debt-free with an emergency fund, and you're patient, you save up that down payment, you make the sacrifices you need to make... You can become a homeowner without a score. Yeah. Regardless of your skin color and where you came from and all the baggage that you come to the door with, you can win financially. You can win. But it starts when you put all that baggage aside and say, I'm going to win in spite of all that. Boom, George. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you want to play with debt, if you want to go and do the credit card deal, you want to do the credit card shuffle, you want to play with assets and liabilities and leverage and do go ahead and go on and do that and get yourself an 800 credit score and go buy your house and have trouble sleeping at night. But for the rest of us, as for me and my house, as for me and my house, we are not going to serve these FICO gods. We are not going to do it. We are going to have our own money and our own account doing our own thing. And if you want to be mad about it, you go ahead and be mad all day because we're going to be laughing all the way to the bank. And we ain't mad about That's it. That's right. We want to share the good news. So. Well, and then with this credit score stuff, even aside from homeownership, people go, well, Jade, your insurance rates are going to be terrible. And how are you going to rent a car and, and a hotel? Listen, I have lived my life without the credit score using a debit card. Yep. And I even checked. I checked every major rental car company's policies. They all have a debit card policy. Yes, they do. And yes, you might have a slight, slightly higher deposit. Yeah, you got to have a little money in your account. But aside from that, it wasn't much different than a normal process. No. And the same goes for pretty much everything. Renting, you know, yep. renting an Airbnb, getting a hotel. Yeah. Uh, and car loans. That's a big one. People say, well, Jade, how am I going to get a car loan? You don't. You don't get it. You pay cash. Even fraud. You know, people have said, well, you got to have a credit card. What if you have fraud? I'm like, well, number one, I got Xander to cover that. And two, anytime I've ever had fraud on my account, they've given me the money back. It's the same thing. You don't need credit cards. That's a lie. I'm done with this credit score. That's a lie from the pit. Come at me, FICO. Come at me, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, my God. When it comes to credit, George and Jade Warshaw are not playing. George Campbell and Jade Warshaw, we do not have the same last name. Hashtag debit life. (laughs) I know that's right. We got that debt-free lifestyle, and we want that for you as well. This is The Ramsey Show. What's up, guys? You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw, joined by George Camel. We're taking your calls today, so give us a call. Uh, The number is 888-825-5225. We're willing to discuss whatever it is that you guys want to discuss as it relates to your life and your money. We're going to take a call from Brett in Kansas City. Second one from Kansas City today. What's going on, Brett? Yeah, so um, I was calling because, so for the past five years since my wife and I got married, we've, uh, we've followed, you know, like the, the Ramsey plan and principles and everything. And we've been debt free since, uh, since we were first married all the way until, uh, we got our first mortgage. Um, but we did incur some debt uh, at the beginning of last year because my wife, uh, had our first baby and had to make some, uh, for some medical reasons, we incurred some medical debt over the course of the year. Um, but from January to the end of last year, we managed to get all of that 
you know, paid off or settled. Um, and then I think it was about, oh, I don't know, halfway through the year, we got into baby step three and have just kind of got stuck there where it feels like we accumulated We accumulated about half of our goal for the emergency fund. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just feels like we've stalled out because, and I feel, I don't know if it's a budgeting problem I have, but it just feels like every time. So like every time a car breaks a little bit or some little thing comes up, we're always dipping into the emergency fund. And so I've just been getting frustrated because we haven't, I thought we'd be closer and making more ground on the goal when it really just feels like we've been slipping for the past couple months. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure that out. Can I ask a couple of background questions just to kind of get an idea? Um, How much debt did you guys pay off? So, um, like I said, it was kind of a mix of paying it off and also settling with the different medical establishments we had to work through. But we ended up getting rid of uh, about $8,000 in debt. Okay. And uh, because you told me that you've been kind of listening to this for five years and that you guys got debt free early on and then you had the. Yeah, yeah, we didn't have any debt when we were married and we we bought two cars with cash in that time. Okay. And, you know, got our we did get our first house. Uh, That was the first debt we incurred as a couple was getting our mortgage. Okay. Um, What's your household income? Uh, It's about we're kind of in between about I think forty and forty five thousand each year. Um, I'm a I'm a contractor, single income household. My wife is stay at home. Okay, so what I want to encourage you is from this point on is really do these baby steps in order because I think you kind of got out of order. You guys did some of the debt, then you bought a house, and then you know you kind of did your own thing. And I think that's why it's taking you a while now with this baby step three. It's going to take as long as you let it take, you know, and so the big key for this is a budget and it kind of sounds like uh, you said that you're using a budget, but it doesn't sound like you guys are are living, you know, swearing by this thing. It sounds like it's kind of there and maybe you follow it and maybe you don't. Am I am I wrong or am I right? Um. A little bit of both. So one of the struggles for us is my, my income does like week to week fluctuates quite a bit being in contracting. You know, sometimes there's, it feels like there's way more than enough on a week. And then there's another, you know, week things come up kind of short. So right. we've, uh, and I don't know what the best practices are for budgeting on a, on a, you know, an income that kind of fluctuates like that, but. Well, you want to, um, you want to budget based on your, your lowest possible month, right? So if you look back on the last six to eight months and you say, okay, like on average, this was, this has been my lowest month. Then I start the budget based on that and pay as much as you can. And then all the extra money, that money goes towards, you know, the gravy of the wants within the budget. So with a regular income, you would start with the most important things, your four walls, food, utility, housing, transportation. Then beyond right. that, if there's more money that month, we start moving down the list of things we got to take care of. You know, if you upgrade, you know, the baby needs some new clothes, whatever it is. And then at the very tail end is the luxuries. And you may not have room for those right now uh, with your income and where you guys are at. Mm-hmm. So how much money do you have in Baby Step 3 in that emergency fund right now? Um, as of right now, I think we have about I think it's about 2800 right now. Okay. And what's your goal? It started out, the goal is uh, 10000 okay. okay. Good goal. So we're, we're about $7,000 shy. 
And if you, can you pick up extra work as a contractor? Um, I do a few side jobs, uh, here and there. So I do most of my work exclusively through, uh, through one guy, but I'm still considered independent. Um, but I do some side jobs on my own and I am also a licensed barber. I barber on the side as a side hustle. Cool. And, and maybe um, there's something they, your wife can do too. Yeah, we, yeah, we've been trying to figure that. She does occasionally uh, do a little bit of substitute teaching. Here's um, the thing. Here's the thing. You guys, if if you're wandering through this thing, it's going to take forever. And it kind of, I'm not trying to get on you, but it sounds like you guys are kind of like, oh, if it works, we'll do it. You know, if she feels like it, she'll do it. We try to go over here and do it. You've got to decide. And I know this is not baby step two, but baby step three is equally important because you have seen that if you don't have this baby step, in order and you don't have this emergency fund there what happens you end up going back into debt so you've got to get this done and honestly it's up to you guys how quickly you want to make this thing go this can uh span out another year and a year and a half where you guys can knock this out in the next several months and have that uh that ten thousand dollars saved so it's truly 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 up to you brett all right george Oof. well i'm making you know that's about 20 bucks an hour if you're making Mm -hmm. 40 grand a year yeah and i'm going He's a contractor. He's good with his hands. I'm going to go be a handyman on the side. Oh, come and on. I know this because I pay these people. Yeah. You can charge 50 to 75 or more an hour as a handyman in your neighborhood. Yeah. My handyman said, I go to people's neighborhoods, some of these wealthy neighborhoods. I change out a light bulb and they're happy to have me there. Yeah. And you're, you're helping these people out. So get a post in a neighborhood <laughs> Facebook group and say, hey, I'm willing and able. Here's my rate. And do it. word of mouth happens, and all of a sudden, you just doubled your income. I just paid the man to come to the house and hang the TV on the wall. I couldn't believe how much it costs. All right, let, thanks for the call, Brett. Let's take another one. We got Gordon in Des Moines, Iowa. What's going on, Gordon? Hi, how are you guys doing today? We're doing great. How are you? Well, I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. It's another day with a brand new baby. So. Oh, oh, Woo! you're in the throes. Okay, now I understand. How can we help? I mean, there's so much... <laughs> My guy is tired, George. He's tired. Little bit, but it's a happy tired. Good, so. good. Yeah. Um, so my question is actually quite similar to uh to Brett, the last caller. He um I am a welder working full time forty hours a week. Um and well, at least. But I get paid weekly and I'm trying to figure out how to do a monthly budget on a weekly paycheck. Um, and like in, in the every dollar app, I've separated, uh, separated it out in four paychecks. Um, and I don't know, it just, I, I can't quite figure it out there. And it seems like I'm losing, losing money somewhere. So kind of making me mad. (laughs) Well, I, I gotcha. It can be frustrating. So you're using every dollar. Do you have the, the premium version? Yes. Okay. So on the desktop, for sure, um, it should be on your mobile device too, but there's something in there called paycheck planning. And I think that's really going to be helpful for you because you're going to be able to space out and actually like plan out when you're going to use each piece of money that you've budgeted for. So each expense, you'll mark the due date and it will show you in every dollar when you would run out of money so that you can adjust, move things around, change a due date on a bill. And be proactive about that. Yeah, because when you're getting paid well, weekly, you've got to be smart about holding back some money, you know, and when it's time to pay. Otherwise, you're going to come up on moments where it's like, okay, like why don't I have enough to pay my car note? What's going on here? 
So I would suggest using that paycheck planning feature. Uh, it's only a part of every dollar premium. So if you don't have premium and you're wondering, you're like, Jade, what the heck are you talking about? You got to have the premium version. And you can literally, like George said, plan out when you're going to spend each line item in your budget so that you don't have to worry about not having enough money when bills are due, not overdrafting, and having enough money to do the things that you need to do and that you'll want to do. This is The Ramsey Show. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. My name is Jade Warshaw. I am joined by my host, George Camel, and we are taking calls today about your life and your money. It's a free call. That's what Dave always says, although I don't think people pay for calls these days, George. It's 888 We might need to start charging, Jade, <laughs> if they start getting snappy with us. Junk fees. 888-825-5225 is the number. If you want to give us a call, we're talking about anything going on in your life, your money, you're having trouble budgeting, you don't think you need to have a zero credit score, you're trying to buy a house. I mean, you name it, we're going to talk about it today. So let's go to the phone lines. We got Andrew in San Francisco, California. What's going on? on Andrew hey Jane hey George I was just laughing I hope you don't start charging for this call not this <laughs> the next call. you sound like a nice guy yeah you're a good dude <laughs> anyways I'm a big fan I've been listening for a while so thank you again for your time absolutely um, my, yeah my, my question here uh, my wife and I here um, we have no kids we live in the Bay Area and we all know how expensive it is here and I my the big question that everyone asks here is like how do we even begin to save for something like a home and um, and retirement the next few years. Should we be thinking about moving moving out of California ultimately? Um, yeah, not gonna give the details as we go forward, but that's that's the big question. Sure, that's a great question. Um, can I ask, do you guys have any debt right now? Yeah, we do. Um, I can list them off for you if that's, does that work? Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, so the big one is gonna be our student loans. Um, it's roughly around 90K. Okay. Uh, that's for both of us. Um, and we're both students right now. We're, we're both working, but both students as well. Are you and, currently um, paying cash for school or are you going into more student loan debt? I just got into student loan debt for my master's. Yeah. What's the master's in? Uh, it's a master's in design, uh, human computer interaction. So it'll be more than 90 K when it's all said and done. No, no, it, that's it. That's okay. 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 Oh, okay great. Yeah. All right. Keep going down. Oh, that yeah, line. Yeah. I was, yeah. This is probably, yeah. Getting closer. <laughs> Sorry. So ninety k for student loans, and then six uh, k for a car loan, and then six k for a credit card. Okay. Um, what's your income right now? I know you're both in school, but yeah. Uh, so I'm working full time. We're both working full time and students full time. So um, I, I make around hundred thirty k a year plus bonus, and she makes around thirty six k a year. What kind um, of bonuses do you make? Uh, I think I think around ten to twelve percent on that a year. Okay. Um, and she, yeah, she's a caretaker, so I'm not sure there's bonuses there. She just started again, uh, but she's in school to be an RN. She has two years left, and I graduate this September. Cool. And you'll go straight to the workforce. Will you increase your income once you have that master's? Um, so the idea. Well, I've been working uh, as a, in the industry for well almost four years now. And I, I went back to school last year uh, to get my master's. And so um, I think 130K is, yeah, it's a lot lower than probably Bay Area standards, but um, I'm looking to hopefully open my own thing because I do make, I have side, some side hustles as well. And your wife's, her income is going to go up obviously when she becomes a registered nurse. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the plan. I think it's, 
you know, it can get anywhere up from, I don't know, 80 to 120, whatever it is in the Bay. Yeah. Right. I mean, you've got a lot of options. I think that if I were you, I would let this play out a little bit. Um, you've got okay. debt to pay off. And right now you've got the income to, to make headway on that debt and start getting it paid off and walk through the baby steps. Now, when the time comes and you get to baby step 3B and you're saving for a down payment, life is going to look mm-hmm. a lot different than it does now, income wise and just the state of the world. We don't, you know, in the next two to three yeah. years, we don't know yeah. exactly what things are going to look like. But the good thing is this, the fields that you guys are in, you can do that anywhere. You don't have to be yeah. in the Bay Area if you don't want to. And ultimately, you know, you're going to make those decisions based off of where do we see ourselves? What's important? What's a priority to us? And, you know, I do think it's important to have home ownership in your future. Um, if you truly want to build wealth, I think that's a huge part of it. Um, and who knows? With your income, the way it's going, it may be possible for you guys. You're going to have to buckle down, get out of this debt quickly, and really mm-hmm. uh, start working this plan so that when the time comes, you can afford these down payments uh, so that you can buy real estate in that area. And if for some reason you're not there yet and you're like looking around the country and you're like, hey, yeah. you know, <laughs> Iowa's looking pretty good right now, <laughs> you know, that's it's your yeah. prerogative. You know, I, I think that there's something really freeing when you kind of allow yourself the ability to make the the world and the united states your oyster you know you don't have to stay in the bay area Mm -hmm. yeah these ultra high cost of living areas you also need an ultra high income in order to survive there there's no rule that says if you make you know 20 grand a year you get to live in manhattan and so the key for you guys is to understand it may feel like a long time but six years ain't that long and so if you guys start making 300 grand a year which is very possible with where you guys are headed well we're going to Take a year and pay off the hundred grand of debt. We can do that, making three hundred grand. And now we freed up all those payments. We can save up over a hundred grand a year and throw it towards the down payment. And so now, within five years, we have half a million dollars to put down on a million dollar condo. Mm-hmm. Who knows what it is in San Francisco? Yeah. And now we have mm-hmm. a five hundred thousand dollar mortgage. We're making three hundred grand, and we're going to start attacking that house once we're investing. And so it's not that mm-hmm. far. It's not a twenty year journey, but mm-hmm. it's also not a two year journey. That's right. How and old so are you map guys? it out. Yeah. I'm sorry. How old are you guys? Uh, I turned 30 in August and she's um, turning 29 in June. All right. So we got some time here. We got some time to work this out. And George made a really good point. You know, six years, it all depends on how you, you know, how you view that. It's a a long time, but it's not a long time. You know what I'm saying? Well, there's a lot of emotion wrapped up in that. Jade, I mean, six years from now, who knows what inflation will do in the housing market. Yeah. But guess what? Six years is going to be here regardless. And so I'd rather be saving up a giant pile of money versus just complaining and not doing anything about it. Absolutely the case. And, you know, just to give people some, some good feeling about this, you know, I think a lot of times we think about homeownership, starting a family, all of these things. And we feel like for some reason I had to have done this in my twenties. And if I didn't, if I didn't get married in my twenties, if I didn't have kids in my twenties, if I didn't buy a house in my twenties, if I didn't start investing in my twenties, then it's too late for you. And I'm like, George, if it was too late in the 20s, then I may as well give up on life because I didn't get started. Can I just tell you guys, Sam and I were married. We were married for 10 years and then we decided to start a family. So number one, that's different because most people are popping out these babies early on. Oh, yeah. Then we decided to uh, wait to buy a home because we needed to do things the right way. And then we had to wait to invest. We did not purchase our first home until age 35. We did not start investing until age 36. 
And your life isn't over somehow. My life is not over. You're just getting started. I was looking at the the portfolio the other day and I said, this is not bad. Life's a lot better now than it was 10 years ago. Yes. 15 years ago. Yes. So the key is make progress. Make progress, not excuses. And don't let whatever somebody else is doing make you feel like you're behind because your life is your life. You run your race. Don't look to the right. Don't look to the left. You look straight ahead and run your race. Well, at your left are your friends who are broke and they just look good. (laughs) And on the other side are your in-laws who are questioning why you don't give them grandkids yet and how you don't have a house because they paid $11.99 on a bushel of raspberries for their house back in 1985. And it should be easy (laughs) for you too because they pulled themselves up by their bootstraps, Jade. What? And you need to do this. Listen, Uh. you've got to shut down all of that noise and put up the boundaries and you need to get laser focused on what your life is going to look like, what your race is going to look like. Because if we start chasing after other people's marathons, there is no finish line at the end. There's no We're finish line frustrated. at the end. There's no finish line at the end. And so you guys can do this. You can have the life that you want. You've just got to walk through the steps and do it the right way. Um, I know he's excited to get a house. There's a lot of other folks that are excited to get a house too. But you want to do it the right way, okay? And and it matters. So uh, let me see if I can get through this real quick. Uh, the truth is, if you're living a debt-free lifestyle, eventually you're not going to have a credit score, and we know that. And you're going to want to buy a house, and you're going to want to find a good lender like Church Mortgage, Churchill Mortgage, who can help you do manual underwriting. That's where where they personally review your financial history to approve you for a mortgage. So you don't need a credit score. So if you're interested in that, you can go to RamseySolutions.com slash agent. And that's what we're talking about, George. Having the life we want, doing it the right way. That's the theme this hour is rising above this broken system and realizing that not only is it better, but there's so much more joy and freedom and options on the other side. And you realize, oh, I don't miss my credit score. I don't miss my credit card rewards. I don't miss having to play this stupid game that has caused me to be broke. That's all it takes is you deciding and then being about the business of doing it. I'm not trying to play these games anymore, George. I want to do things. It's a rat maze. And you feel like you won because you get the cheese. But you're stuck (laughs) in a maze. And the cheese wasn't that good to begin with. Get out of the maze. All right. That does it for today's show. Be sure to join us next time. And remember, when it comes to changing your life and your money, yeah, you can tell me that you won't do it, but you better not tell me that you can't do it because I know for a fact all things are possible with God on your side. Hey, George Camel here. If you love the show and you want a deeper dive on your money journey, we've got a weekly newsletter that gives you helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for the newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.